The Patriots are coming off a season in which a lot of things went right. They made the playoffs after a one-year hiatus, and they look like a team on the rise again. But they're heading into a key offseason that could further support or diminish all the progress that they made this year. So the question is, what does New England have to do during the offseason to become a playoff or possibly even a Super Bowl contender going into next season? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another podcast. And today we're going to be starting a new series known as The Chronicles of the 2022 offseason. And like I just stated before, this is going to be a very key offseason going into really the future of the team. I mean, certainly there are a lot of big decisions to be made, certainly more than there were last year. And, you know, New England, after last year's spending spree, does not have a ton of cap space. And so, really, this is going to be a key free agency on really seeing whether or not New England is going to be able to really continue their success or really branch off from their success that they had last year. And obviously, you know, I want to get into talking about the draft. I want to be talking about free agency. But before we get into any of that, we have to talk about the players New England has to re-sign. And that's going to really be the focus of today's episode, really episode one of this new series. Who should New England re-sign? Who should they let go of? And before we get into that, we should probably talk about really the progress of this roster. Because New England finally got their future quarterback. They have two great running backs, two great receivers that have been reliable most of the time. They actually found an actual reliable tight end, an issue that has plagued the Patriots really since the retirement of Rob Gronkowski. And defensively, New England has one of the best cornerbacks in the league, finally a good pass rusher, a solid interior defensive line, and a great secondary overall. But this offseason is going to be crucial going forward, and it starts with retaining some of the current players on the team. Now before I go into this, New England does have $7 million in cap, and if they want to retain some of the guys on this list, some fan favorites might likely have to go. More on that later. For now, we are going to start with probably the most important re-signing of this offseason, and that's going to be J.C. Jackson. Jackson should be New England's highest priority going to this offseason. No doubt, this is a guy that they are going to want for the long term, and so if they want to keep him, there are going to have to be some costs. For starters, if New England wants to franchise tag Jackson, they can do so for around $17.5 million, or they could sign him to a long-term deal. That could be around 19 to $20 million per year, which is likely the going price for cornerbacks of his status. For the sake of this podcast, for not going to an hour long, he is going to be the base of this episode. He's going to be the guy that I believe New England will make all their decisions around, really keeping you know some of the veterans or the younger guys. And I think that this is really the guy that New England is going to want to keep for the long term. So yeah, for the sake of this episode, he's going to be our base. And starting off, we have two veterans, Devin McCourty and Dante Hightower, two defensive players that have done wonders for the Patriots in the past. The former McCourty would honestly be a great keep if New England can get up for cheap. There have been rumors of McCourty retiring and at 35, that would not be a shocker if he did. McCourty has said before that if he were to retire, it'd be less of a football decision and more of a personal decision with his family and mental well-being coming into play. Now, Hightower, on the other hand, even with being 32, is a guy that New England should probably move on from. The fact of the matter is he's a defensive liability, and unfortunately he's just not nearly as fast or versatile as he once was. And that's the reason why the Patriots should move on from him. Hightower is playing a more off-ball linebacker position right now, something that he isn't accustomed to doing. Now keep in mind, I mean Hightower is still a very, very smart linebacker, and he's a great downfield defender but he's just not quick anymore, and defensives know that they can expose him. 
I think Belichick might give him a chance to stay simply because of the impact that he's made overall throughout his career with the Patriots, but he's just not going to get a lofty contract. And if he doesn't agree to a new contract, there is a chance that he might just retire. But as for really the decision between both guys, I'd love to keep McCourty, but Dante Hightower, unfortunately, he's a guy that New England should probably just cut ties with. Next up, we have Ted Karras and Trent Brown. Now, this is going to be a much tougher decision because Brown and Karras have been excellent offensive linemen for the Patriots, especially Brown, who's just such a huge player, and he's always making life tough when pass or run blocking. Now, here's where I'll go with this. New England can't afford really to give up both guys, especially Karras. Karras is a great lineman that really just doesn't have any room on the offensive line. He is a convertible guard or center, and New England already has filled up both spots. However, he is a great replacement, and if he does want to remain with the Patriots, then he'll likely have to do so with a team-friendly deal. Personally, I want to see him start somewhere else just because I think he's a great offensive lineman, and playing a bench role just seems like a waste of talent to me, so I wouldn't be surprised if he left. But Brown is a little bit different. See, while Brown is big and strong, Trent Brown has durability issues, something that could potentially be an issue. He missed nearly all of 10 games until week 10, and he does have an injury history. And considering the cost, he's a player that's likely going to be very expensive. So, for the sake of keeping J.C. Jackson, I do think that New England should probably cut ties with Trent Brown. Again, he's a great offensive lineman, and overall he's contributed a ton this season. But for the fact that he's also injury-prone, and he's going to be very expensive... Really, the risk-reward is just not there, and I do think that New England should probably cut ties with him, unless he does take a team-friendly deal. Next up, we have our first special teamer on this list, and that's Matthew Slater. Slater is another guy on this team that's likely going to look at his next steps, both in terms of his family and mental well-being, and decide whether or not he wants to retire or play one more year. Slater is a guy who's had an exceptional career and is hopefully a lock for the Hall of Fame. He's a guy that would be welcome back, though with a pay cut, and he's a guy that simply isn't going to play for another team. He's a Patriot through and through. But if Slater does retire, then the Patriots should be looking to take care of Brandon King, another special teamer. King has played a crucial role on special teams all year long, and him and Slater together have been exceptional, so I certainly do think that he would be a great replacement if Slater does choose to retire. Now we move on to the running backs, where we have both James White and Brandon Bolden. Bolden is a guy that I'm sure New England will want to bring back. Combined with his ability to perform on special teams and be a reliable pass-catching back, he's just a great player. But James White is also a great player, and he's also a guy that I'd love to see back. New England really missed White in terms of being a good check-down player, and he's he, like Bolden, has always been a great reliable pass-catching back out of the backfield. Now, with that being said, he's also 30 years old, and he does have a chance to play somewhere else if he chooses. Though, again, like a lot of guys on this list, James White is a fan favorite, and I'm also sure that James White loves to play in New England. Now, if he just choose to go somewhere else, he would certainly fit in a place like the Jets or the Dolphins, two teams that could certainly benefit from signing a guy like White for cheap. But New England should probably prioritize bringing back White, as he's probably one of the best pass-catching backs in the league, and is honestly always open for easy yardage. Mac Jones needs a better and faster support during checkdowns, and with White being a much faster and shiftier option than Bolden, definitely would love to see White come back, even if it is only for one to two years. Now, there are a couple of guys that we do have to talk about. Jacoby Myers, a guy that should definitely stay. 
will probably get a first or second round tender, and that will probably give him around $5 million. Myers is a guy that's, again, like I said, he, there's a lot of guys on this list that are just Patriots players, guys that really only really succeed in the Patriots system and likely won't succeed in anywhere else. Guys like Danny Amendola, who've been bouncing around the league since leaving the Patriots. And so I'd hate to see that happen to Jacoby Myers, which is why I do believe that New England should probably keep him. Just because, again, like I said, he's Mac Jones's favorite target. And he's a guy that's just always, always going to be a reliable pass catcher. And so that's why I do think that New England should definitely prioritize in keeping Myers. And then we also have Gunnar Roszewski. He's a great option and he's a great return man, though I do believe that he can be easily replaced. And so that's why I wouldn't be really shocked if New England did move on from him. And finally, for the most part, we have two final guys, Juwan Bentley and Nick Folk. Bentley, if he, Hightower does leave, should definitely stay. He's been playing extremely well over the past two years, which will likely warrant a nice contract, which could be interesting because at the linebacker's position, New England is very weak. And so because of that, you know, definitely Juwan Bentley is going to be able to take advantage of that when negotiating a contract. And with him being only 26 years old, he's a great younger option, very comparable to Dante Hightower. And so this is definitely an area where New England can afford to splurge a little bit. I do believe that Juwan Bentley has earned his money, and I'm hoping that he can remain with the Patriots. Hopefully it's not for something too expensive, but yeah, definitely would love to keep Juwan Bentley. And finally, we have... Mr. Nick Folk. I think Folk is a must-keep. Dude has just been insane over the past two years and has completely transformed into one of the best kickers in the league. Now he's 37, so retirement is an option, but if he does choose to stay in the league, then New England has to be able to bring him back. He's just been so reliable, and personally, I just don't trust Patriots backup Quinn Nordine yet, and so even if it is for one more year, Nick Folk should definitely be a guy that should stay. But yeah, that about sums it up for really who the Patriots should be able to resign or let go this offseason. I do know that there are a couple of guys that I did miss, guys like Jamie Collins, Carl Davis, and probably a couple more. But really, these guys aren't exactly essentials. Really, I just wanted to go over some of the essential guys that New England should be able to keep. And honestly, I don't know the financial stuff about this, but I do understand that New England is going to have to be able to get rid of some fan favorites. Guys like Dante Hightower, maybe Brandon Bolden. Again, these are guys that if New England wants to be able to keep J.C. Jackson, they have to cut ties with. And even if New England does cut ties with all these players, it's not a guarantee that J.C. Jackson does end up signing with the Patriots. He might as well also go into free agency as a option for different teams. And so definitely keep an eye out for that. But yeah, this is going to be exciting for agency. And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of the Chronicles of the 2022 offseason. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll catch you guys later in the next episode. Peace out.